0: Hello everyone, this is Rick with the CyberPro podcast. Industry leaders share their insights, it's five questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Question number one, who are you, what do
1: you do? So my name is Tabitha DiDomenico and I'm actually a product marketer for the Dratis Framework uh, and that's how it's said, just for those of you who have questioned me before, uh, is Dritis. Uh, I'm also a cybersecurity grad student at the University of South Florida, go Bulls, uh, as well as being a serial InfoSec conference organizer and volunteer. Um, I started volunteering in 2014 with B-Sides Las Vegas, and now I sit on the board for B-Sides Orlando uh, with some of your past guests, uh, as well as being on the staff uh, for the Diana Initiative.
0: Wonderful. Do you have time to do anything else?
1: Uh, Barely, barely. Sometimes I get to sleep, it's nice.
0: Fair enough. So question number two, what do you love about being a cyber
1: professional? So if you haven't gathered, I'm uh, very service-oriented, and I, I always have been. So being able to not only contribute, uh, of course, through volunteering, but also by the work that I do contributes to uh, serving the humans as a whole and just serving the, the planet as a whole to make it more secure. So for me, uh, that's, that's one of the best things about it is I can get a paycheck by doing what I truly love, uh, helping people.
0: That's noble, and we appreciate that. So let's talk about cybersecurity. It's the buzzword of the day, it's top concern. And I use air quotes because I wanna know what that means to you.
1: So to to me, uh, cybersecurity impacts nearly every facet of our lives and expanding the knowledge base that we have for cybersecurity uh, through community events, through volunteering, through educational opportunities be it within the industry, outside of the industry uh, with our own families and friends. Uh, that is what it means to me because if cybersecurity is a top concern, it needs to be a top concern to, to everyone because it does impact everyone. And it's no longer as scary as I think it once was to hear security or hackers. And I, I feel like even uh, lay people, if that's the right word, understand the difference between cyber criminals and hackers a bit better than they used to. Uh, so knowing that that everybody's impacted by cybersecurity and the knowledge base is growing, uh, that's that's the top concern for me.
0: So let's take that a step further. What what piece of insight do you want to share with our community mm-hmm. of cyber experts?
1: So back to the whole humans thing and everybody's learning and growing. Uh, as far as cybersecurity is concerned, uh, is to keep the humans front and center in your work. Uh, The work that you do every day can seem very, very far away from like my grandmother, uh, who, you know, of course has her passwords written down on a piece of paper somewhere. But when you're actually in the thick of your work, regardless of what your role is, ultimately your contributions can mean the difference between her information being breached and, you know, some criminal taking that and, causing some serious damage to her life. Uh, Not only just, you know, financially, but that the mental uh, trouble that happens when you have your identity stolen, for example, is significant. Uh, It definitely makes you feel unsafe. Um, And if we want folks using the internet, we need to make sure that we are keeping them in the forefront of our minds. It's not just about securing systems, it's about securing the folks that are ultimately using those systems.
0: I almost wonder if if your grandmother, the paper, because she has it written down on a piece of paper. <laughs> Sometimes I worry.
1: It's all about threat modeling, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very true. Well, let's talk about what's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile?
1: So I thought about this a lot. Um, I, I will date myself uh, by saying what my ultimate favorite piece of uh, retro technology is. but the Armatron from Radio Shack. I don't know if you ever had this toy. Uh, and it was, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And it was likely the first introduction I had to that idea of what robotics could do. And so when I would use it and it would work correctly because that was always the trick with it is that sometimes it would get stuck <laughs> as I would just try to explore the limits of what that, what that toy could do. And it really kind of excelled my, uh, my passion and drive for learning more about technology in, in our world.
0: I believe that tool was considered one of the, or that toy was considered one of the first STEM toys, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, that's it's amazing.
1: That's amazing to me. I would, I would have figured it would have been Lego considered being one of the first STEM toys, just considering how much you could do with Lego uh, as well. And now they've basically combined the two and you could do robotics using Legos, which is mind blowing and a lot of fun. That
0: is, yep, yeah, very much. So thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a great time chatting with you.
0: Thanks for watching the CyberPro podcast. You rock. Check us out for more content.